This is the Actual Fluency Podcast, helping you become a better language learner by providing motivating weekly inspiration, as well as top tips and tricks from expert guests. And now, your host, Chris Broholm. Hey everyone, it's Chris here. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Actual Fluency Podcast. Whether you're a long-term listener or a new listener, welcome to the show. And for the new listeners out there, this is my weekly language learning podcast where I interview top performers, top polyglots, language learners from all around the world. But not only that, I also interview industry professionals, memory experts, all around motivational experts. I mean, I interview anyone who could motivate and inspire you to become a better language learner. So whether you're learning the 10th or the second language, I hope you will find this content interesting. And today's guest is Wouter from the Netherlands, and I butchered that name completely. And I also butchered his last name in the introduction, but don't worry about that. Um, I have no shame about names anymore after doing, you know, 85 episodes or something like that. Um, and Wouter is, is interesting because he's putting up these videos on YouTube about him using his languages, and he's using 18 different languages, which is pretty cool. And he's an artist uh, drawing uh, caricatures or nature portraits, stuff like that and so he has an opportunity to speak with a lot of tourists and that's uh i found that really motivating that he sort of just jumps at people and speaks to them in this uh, and he admits you know he I, i'm not an expert in any of these languages you know i i can speak i think he says six of them well and then the 12 others are a very beginner a1 level and i'm just so sort of jealous in a way that he can just go out and do that for me as some of you know me as as pretty shy, introverted, you know, scared about <laughs> speaking foreign languages. Um, I was really excited to talk to Vader about his thoughts on the on developing confidence in a way. And, and along the interview, I realized that I'm, it's a bit stupid that I don't take the opportunities more. And I hope some of you, you guys uh, get that feeling out of the interview as well, because at the end of the day, the only way to get better at a language is to practice it. You know, you can learn more vocabulary, you can learn more words, but languages have to be spoken you know you have to use them to actually incorporate all the ideas into your mind so yeah i hope you enjoyed this episode and just a reminder the actual fluency podcast does have a patreon page so if you really love the show then you can donate a few dollars every month if you want at actualfluency.com forward slash support and it really means a lot to me and on the Patreon page, I try to put out funny clips and behind the scenes. I also put out a, a second podcast called Chris Thinks, where I post my comments about language learning topics or general reactions. And, you know, it's it's not about the extra content. It, I think you should want to support the podcast in general and, and believe that what I'm doing every week here is actually valuable. I don't think you should support it just to get these extra bonuses. These are kind of just, you know, extras. It's kind of like you're buying a DVD movie. You buy it for the movie, but the extras are kind of cool too. So go check it out at actualfluency.com forward slash support if you like what I'm doing. And if you don't like what I'm doing, you know, send me an email. What what do you want to see changed? Chris at actualfluency.com. Love to hear from you to make the show better. But anyway, on to this week's episode, Learner Profiles 5 with Voucher. All right, everyone, we're back with another episode of the Actual Fluency podcast and a new episode in the Learner Profile series. And today we're going to take a look at the polyglot life of Wouter Kordenver, who is from the Netherlands. 
and he's recently had great success on YouTube with a video showing him speaking 18 languages with the tourists. So, Wouter, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Yeah, I'm fine, but you didn't pronounce my name right. It's oh, Urbina. no. <laughs> that, but it, it's really hard. I know it. So. Oh, God. I have, I have lots of trouble with names on the show, so maybe I should start asking the, the people to uh, introduce themselves. <laughs> <laughs> Can you say no, it again? It's okay. Like, even uh, at the Dutch new, News, they couldn't pronounce my name. So I That's why I, I got it. That's why I got it, to be fair. That's why I got it. I, I watched the news and I was like, ah, oh, that's pretty easy to pronounce. And <laughs> I guess it was all wrong. <laughs> But anyway, this is why I love the uh, this is why I love the show. You know, we it's not censored, it's not cut or anything. It's 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 real life. You know, if if I met you in real life, I would have said exactly the same. So, so thank you for that. Um, but some people might not have heard about you. Uh, can you give a, a little a background? Just how did you get into learning languages? You know, go as far back if you as you need to, and and how did this hobby start for you? I think I started at 23, 22, 23, and I was working a while at the Sans Schans. That's a, a village in Holland where you have a lot of windmills. And I'm selling there my drawings and I'm making caricatures, stuff like that. And there are many tourists there who really were really enjoying the place and want to see the windmills. And there I just started by starting with phrases in Mandarin. Mandarin was my first language. And I already knew Dutch, English, German, and French. Uh, German, German, and French at school. And uh, yeah, when I was learning the phrases, I saw that people were really laughing, and I liked it when they when I heard the language. And I was just going further by learning phrases. So every day I learned three phrases in Mandarin. And then after after a year, I was able to have like really really basic conversations with people. And I started with other languages too, with Hebrew, with Thai, and I was also going to Thailand so I could practice with Thai too when I was there. And yeah, later I was just starting with a YouTube video with the 18 languages when I learned enough languages to think, hey, let's start with a video. And I was really surprised that it was a viral video because I, I just did it for fun and I, knew that I was not really good in each language and that many of them were really basic. So I was not aiming for a viral video. But after that, I realized maybe it was going viral because it's, um, yeah, maybe different from other language videos. And yeah, it's, it's a collection of episodes and experiences which I have with tourists. And you really feel the interaction I had with people and the jokes which I made with people. And that people were laughing. So I, I think that's maybe a nice element of the success success of the video. So Yeah, for sure. I mean that's uh people who really light up when they hear their native language, particularly if it's you know they're really far away uh, from 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 Asia and they hear Korean or Mandarin in, in, in the in the Dutch uh countryside, I guess, you know, people get uh get very happy and, and reminded of home, uh, I guess. And don't take me wrong, I'm not saying that webcam videos of speaking languages are less or something, but I I think maybe in my case, because I'm not really good in all those languages, um, it was a nice part for the video to practice it with tourists and to have the interaction. 
Yeah, well, I think I think yeah, I think you're right. There's something to be said about webcam videos, and I've seen a lot of them lately. Where you know people say a Russian girl speaks eight languages or whatever speaks twenty languages or thirty or fifty or whatever, and you know it's just not real. You know, it's not real because first of all, it's rehearsed. You know, it's a like a script basically. And yeah. most of the time, or if it's not a script, then people just speak, you know, the first sentence they've learned, like my name is or whatever, or I started learning this language because they're reading from a wall, something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, even though your method is kind of similar to that, you know, where you learn, you start by learning the phrases, it's so different to speak to a native speaker in the real life than it is to speak into a webcam with no one watching you you know yeah they'll watch you later but they're not looking at you right now uh, expecting you to, to be understood so uh, that's why i love the videos and, and i told you uh, i really enjoyed them uh because it's it's real life in a way and, and i'm so uh, jealous that you can just kind of jump at people and just uh, through, uh you know start speaking even if even if you know you're not at a very good level in some of the languages you're still you run up to them and you say those few sentences. So what do you think is different from you and most people where they're probably halted by fear or they want to be perfect or something? Where, where do you, what do you think about this? I think many people are, yeah, like shy or they are afraid to use the languages. And um, there's a reason why they're not developing themselves. And as I said, I'm saying it about myself, in many of my languages, I have a beginner level and I just started. But to get better, you need to start somewhere, right? And you need to, um, yeah, you, you need to handle it when people are criticizing you. And when they're just saying that you're bad in a language or something like that, you could just ignore it, you know, only use advice, which is useful. But I think some people are too afraid to, to make mistakes because they have a beginner level and they're just skipping to English. And that's the reason why they're not developing the language so really 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 slow i'm still developing my languages because i'm just using it and i i take advice from people i use what i can use and um i i also think one of the most important stuff of speaking languages is the interaction with people and the motivation that you know why am i learning the language why why do i want it and for me personally it's the connection with people So what does that mean to you, the connection? Is it because you obviously most of these people are tourists, you won't see them again. Uh, so when somebody walks by you and you, you see that they're probably from Korea or China or something, what, what is that personal connection that you really enjoy about that process? Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's like, I'm sure that I, yeah, how do you say it? Like the people who are passing me and who are, uh, and when I'm speaking the native language uh, with them, they're appreciating it a lot. And they're probably trusting me more or feeling more comfortable. I even at one time that someone was crying because he was saying like, I, I don't speak English. It was a Chinese guy. And he had to cry because he couldn't speak for three months uh, the language with someone. So, yeah, I, I think oh, wow. that's, yeah, that's a little bit what I mean. Like the emotional part of, um, yeah being at the same level with one, feeling like your brothers. That's one of the most beautiful things for me. Right, it's uh, life-changing in a way. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's, it's really cool. Like, um, 
I also at one time that I was speaking five languages to, to someone. I, I first thought she was Thai, so I spoke Thai, but she didn't understood me. Then I was speaking Chinese, she didn't understood me, Japanese, uh, Korean. And after that, I heard that she was uh, deaf, so. Oh, <laughs> so you need to bring out your uh, uh, sign language. Uh, maybe, yeah. Benny Lewis is all, uh, already speaking it. Or Yeah, but I, the problem <laughs> is there's so many sign languages. <laughs> Yeah, I know. We live in a language. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it makes sense in a way. It's just, it's just, it's just interesting that it developed that way because, uh, you know, you you would think that you know signs for things would be universal, but yeah, there you go. I mean, that's a uh, it's part of the reason I haven't gotten into sign language because I find it really cool. But as somebody living in Europe, it's really hard to find out which sign language to actually learn because it's not going to matter unless you run into that particular nationality. So I don't know, maybe just learn ASL. A lot of people say then that's, that's a good, good place to start. But anyway, um, yeah. So I, I really love the video. And for, for me, you know, who, who, who's struggling with even speaking, uh, you know, foreign languages to people in shops and stuff like that, where it's usually simple. It, it's really motivating to see that you just sort of run around and uh, you just, no fear, and you just go uh, go at it. Um, so I hope that other people check it out. And just for a reminder that people can find your channel and the links and everything we talk about in this episode, they can find it on actualfluency.com forward slash 316. So it's uh, season three, episode 16. And uh, I'll link link up everything there, including this video that we're talking about. And you also, on the news, that must have been an interesting experience. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was cool too. I was on the news, like, uh, after, I think two weeks after my last video, I was uh, I had contact with the redaction of the program. And I was on the news, I really liked it. And uh, yeah, three months later, I was on the news again. So yeah, I, I hope I can have more stuff like that. and. Um, that I maybe have the opportunity to Skype with some other YouTubers who uh, we're speaking a lot of language languages. Uh, yeah. a good polyglot, which I really like, is Vladimir. Do you do you know him or? Yes, Kulteti. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't pronounce his second name, but yeah, yeah that's a good example. Like he has webcam videos too, but they're really powerful, really clear. The light is really well, and he is speaking the languages at. A really high level so it doesn't matter what he's doing even when he's sitting on the toilet speaking those languages people will watch it i mean he's a he's a good inspiration for other people who are learning languages and i also recommend to watch his channel if you're watching this video so yeah he's really talented by me he was uh he yeah, was also really well yeah he was also on this uh podcast uh some time ago i i forget which episode but uh i think it was season two if don't if i don't yeah it was season two you can uh, oh, really check cool. out my talk with uh with vladimir he's very inspirational and i heard i was in new york for the polygon conference and he did a talk on his story mm -hmm. how he got to you know somewhere somewhere like 19 languages and it's incredible just the like you said the quality in each of his languages is just incredible like i, I don't think i've seen that almost the steps are really well too so yeah, yeah, like in this case, it really works when you have, uh, yeah, how do you say it? Like a really clear video. If he's moving and running around and giving the tips, people will not <laughs> understand <laughs> it. So, but right. yeah, 
Like, well, you want it to be more instructional. You need less yeah. distractions, I guess. Um, and and then some of the newer videos that you started to produce is is, a, is a slightly controversial, I guess. Uh, at where you where you get a few beers or quite a lot of beers, and you go out and you practice languages. So tell I was really afraid to to lose uh, subscribers because <laughs> of these videos because people were not taking me serious. All right, first I'm drinking beers, and the next day I'm giving language tips with a hangover. All right. <laughs> but I just made this video to show, um, like, how do you say it, that nothing what I'm doing is staged or something, you know? It's yeah. just in real life. I'm going out with a friend. He takes my uh, camera and he's making some videos. And it's just how it is, you know? And it's really close to myself. Um, <laughs> and that's the most easy way to learn languages. If you're just enjoying the moments, having your daily life and just use the languages. And if it's a part of your daily time, then it's also not hard to learn it and it's going automatically. And you're in a kind of network <laughs> every day with people, with other languages. I think it's the most easy way. And when I produced the video, I got many comments like from people who were drunk too, and who were saying to me like, all right, when I'm drunk, I speak these languages better than the other ones. And yeah, it was really cool to hear those <laughs> stories. It's so, a controversial topic also because some people say that they speak uh, foreign languages better when they're drunk. Do you get the same or is it is it the same for you? I'm already, yeah, talking about bullshit when I'm sober. So <laughs> but when, <laughs> but I'm, when I'm drunk, it's maybe a bit more. Well, I'm just um, thinking like, because they say that alcohol, one of the effects of alcohol is that you kind of lose uh, sort of these, uh, what can you call it? Um, the fear that you had before, you, you usually don't care much when you're drunk. So I'm thinking if you already don't care when you're sober, you just run up to people and talk, yeah. then alcohol is probably not going to do much for you. But if I go to the pub and I drink a few pints of beer, I can tell you that it's easier for me to uh, at least speak. I don't know if my language is better. It's probably not, but at least my my fear is lo is less. So I guess that's the biggest effect for me. But if some people feel they actually speak better, that that would be very interesting. <laughs> you're losing fear, but you're also losing brain cells. Right? I'm not, yeah. I'm it's... not sure about that. Like that would be a really cool video. Like researching if you're losing brain cells. <laughs> We're getting more brain cells when you're practicing right. your languages. Are you getting more clever because you're practicing it, or are you right. losing the information? That would be <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> interesting good. research. I don't know. I would love to see if I would love to talk to people who say that they speak a language better when they're drunk, like actual ability in the language, not necessarily just speaking it, uh, but ability in the language, because that would be interesting. I, I cannot imagine that to be true. The only thing I can imagine is that it's easier for them to speak it in the first place because you know yeah. alcohol removes some of these inhibitions we have to uh, to to uh, do something that scares us basically uh, you know in a nutshell. Um, but I, I think it's funny that you did it because it's it's like it is definitely real life, whereas YouTube a lot of the time can be kind of a, a fake reality in a way. It's like a fairy tale. It's created, you know, it's edited and and stuff and. You're you're really out there in the streets of of uh, is it Amsterdam you were out in or I was in Amsterdam and uh, yeah I also <laughs> drunk ten beers today so do you recognize that I'm drunk now or 
can't see the difference. No, I can't see the difference. Does that does that help you with uh, with the the language learning uh, in general? Or? <laughs> I hope you know that I'm not serious, but yeah, <laughs> I'm sober. So um, I know it's more like when I go out with friends. There's a really nice ambience, and um, you also need a nice or funny people, uh, and yeah, like when I'm in this atmosphere, where it's really easier to to speak it and also funnier. Do you ever, right? Do you ever get? Do you ever get? Uh, do you ever hesitate to speak a language to someone, or do you just always go for it? I always, when I see a Chinese or a Korean, I just start talking. <laughs> That's so interesting. That's so interesting. I want. Have you always done? Have you always been like that? I think I was shy first, I was more shy, but because of my job, I changed a lot because every day I'm meeting a lot of tourists, a lot of people. So the circumstances of my job kind of changed me a little bit. Like people who know me from before at the high school, they know me as a shy guy. I think when they see the videos now, they will not recognize me, but I think right. the circumstances changed me. And then after that, the languages changed me. And I also think it's also easier to say something in a foreign language than in your own language. How stranger the language is, how easier it is to say it. For example, it's hard to say I love you in your own language to someone. But if you say it in English, it's already easier. Right. I mean, in my case, I'm Dutch. That's my native tongue. It's harder to say than I love you to someone. Yeah, I totally agree because you have a deeper emotional connection to your native language because it's your first, and uh, therefore when you or you might not even, oops, I just made a little mistake here. Uh, or when you, um, or for instance, what would uh, I lost it? I lost the thread. <laughs> Are you I, drunk? Yeah, I'm. I, I'm drunk. I need some. I need some more uh, beer. Uh, we but we're talking about. The emotional connection, uh, so we're talking about the emotional connection, and what I think is that when you uh, when you say when you learn sentences in let's say something really obscure as Mandarin, then you don't really know what it means in your brain. you just kind of you know the meaning, but you don't know the emotional underlying that does that does that cover it is, is what I want to say because that's why you can just swear away in your in a in a foreign language because there's no emotional connection or it's not as strong as with your native language anyway. Um, yeah. So that's a good, that's a good point. I think that's right. And like, isn't that the same with women? For example, when you go to a bars and you like women and uh, you, you, you drunk some beers, it's easier to approach her, right? In general. That's true. Yeah. It's the same. Yeah. I have a girlfriend now, so. <laughs> but I mean, in the past, I yeah, like when I when I drank a couple of beers, then it was easier. I think it's the same with languages. It helps you with losing fear. Yeah. And many of my videos are about losing fear, so that's why I also made the video with learning thousand words in five languages in five minutes. I will make more episodes about it. I. Most of the comments were really positive, but there were also some comments that people were saying like that I'm clickbaiting too much, you know. <laughs> but I, I think the, for those people who said it, I, I understand their comment, but the video is not like it's not a thumb rule. It's like it's not a video which you can use for 100%. You just have to 
explore by yourself and to look at the words which you can use and um yeah like the false friends and stuff like that you will find it out later but if you're just using the words by trial and error uh holding on this rule and you're just saying it like this way then you already have a little bit like more like nicer synthesis and it sounds more intelligent so yeah you're kind of passing the basic level when you just try it right Price if you make mistakes yeah that's not a problem i mean that's how you get better so yeah exactly and and speaking of getting better how are you because you 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 started started uh, a lot of languages and and obviously because of so many different nationalities walk by you at the at, at your work um how do you what's your plan for for improving the languages are you doing any anything outside of of just using them all the time or do you do you have some courses or some books or uh, that's what, yeah good question i think i didn't even told about that uh in my previous videos um yeah like what i do is i'm looking a lot at the internet i'm going to youtube channels i'm going to uh research words and i'm also looking at the most at the 50 most important words which we have the most important verbs and I'm looking at everything, the past tense, the future, and using those words this way. And for the rest, I'm just Skyping with uh, people, like also other YouTubers who also speak more languages. It's kind of gaming. So I don't have a PlayStation, but I'm just Skyping with people. <laughs> <laughs> a bit nerdy, but it works. And I also have books where I find out stuff. I, If I don't know something, I write it down and I try to research it. So that's a little bit like my language learning strategy. That's cool. That's so very maintaining uh, all of them. So every week I'm speaking all those languages, which I know, and then you're getting a little, little, little bit better each week. And after a year, you will see the, the progress. So it's really impressive. Uh, so how many languages do you have a count on how many languages you're working on every week or. Um, yeah, like. I'm just learning the same 80 languages of the first video. I don't learn new languages. So each two or three months, I'm trying to learn another language and trying to improve. So if I have an A1 level, I try to reach A2. If I have an A2 level, I try to reach, to reach the B1 level in two months. So, wow. yeah. That's a lot of languages to 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 work on. Uh, it's funny yeah. you you remind me a bit of uh, Ellen Joven actually. Uh, she might be listening to the show. Um, she has she has kind of the same idea where she has, she has a three month period, and I don't I don't remember if she did one or two languages, but she definitely did the similar thing with okay, these are my focus languages, and I'm gonna improve in those. And then after the the time, she actually just went to something else. So yeah. you, you get that very sort of uh, spread out improvement, but it's a consistent and it's, it's, it's a lot of fun because you don't have to, let's say, do Russian for 12 months or German verbs or, you know, you, you kind of, it's new all the time because, oh, I'm bored with Korean. I'm just going to go over to Mandarin or just thinking uh, is part of your strategy to learn a lot of languages. So it's always interesting. Is that, is that part of the, the, the thought process or is it just i and 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 how did you settle on 18 by the way if somebody comes by and it's like from malta or something how do you resist the temptation to add maltese to it 
I didn't learn Maltese, so. No, but I mean, if you have your 18 languages that you say you want to improve, then somebody from Malta comes by and you want to speak to that person. You're like, oh God, I need to learn Maltese. How do you resist not adding more languages to your, your 18? Yeah, like that's something what I learned later after what I posted the first video. I realized that it's not good to learn too many languages. So I was thinking about not to do it. <laughs> So you sell that 18, 18 is not too yeah, many. Yeah, I, I stop with it. Now, in the next coming five years, I'm only improving the, the other languages. Right. Including my mother tongue. <laughs> but you can always improve all our yeah. languages. Yeah, so that's a little bit like my problem with my first video. Of course, it was going viral, people liked it, and it was the start of my YouTube channel. But after I realized that I, I want to make better videos, I want to learn each language better on a higher level so that's a, yeah that's how i how i can say to myself now all right i'm not learning this other language no more someone is speaking maltese and i don't speak it all right too bad yeah too bad. Oh, that's I, a good I I feel that's... a little bit sad sometimes if i don't speak one language and people are disappointed when i speak all these other languages and they're asking <laughs> me like why you're not learning my language yeah and yeah so that's a little bit the problem that's why i first was really distracted to learn all those languages at the same time but yeah you're getting crazy about it it's yeah, not yeah. motivating when you're learning too many languages so now i just have each two months improving another language and maintaining the other uh six now like i i think i speak now six languages on a b1 level or better and the other 12 are on a1 or a2 level so okay so you work on improving the one and then i'm working on yeah yeah okay that's good because uh, it sounded a bit like you were working on improving 18 languages at once so that, no, that's... Once. Each <laughs> okay. two months, i'm picking the other one and i'm only maintaining all the other ones so by speaking it practicing it making new videos oh right okay i see so you're it's working just, like it's just books. a process i also want people to see me making mis mistakes i don't want to be perfect i don't want to be really good because i think it's more important to show how bad i am than how good i am because there's the most important thing that that you're starting when you're bad <laughs> and that you're not afraid to use it and i think some people don't understand that yeah no definitely i think that's a big problem like you i said for myself off. i mean why should i make a video to show how good i am why i mean it doesn't do anything yeah i, I totally understand so so what kind of what kind of tips could you give someone like me i don't know if it's just something that i don't know if it's just part of the personality of there is anything you can do but um uh, you know if i i know a lot of people connect to the idea of i'm scared of using the foreign language even if they're really good at it they're scared of using it so so what kind of advice or tips do you think could you give to people like that also includes me um, what kind of tips i don't know you that well uh so i don't know which tips you already use but i think one of the best tips is to listen to other tips <laughs> but, <laughs> not weird but that's what i do too like a really good tip i heard from vladimir was to 
look at other YouTube channels, to browse and to listen to the conversations and to, yeah, to, to listen really clearly. And he says something that about the idea that when you're going to vloggers, which are talking about yourself, that you will learn other stuff than when you're in a classroom learning verbs, stuff like that. So it's really close to the reality. So I, I think that's a really good tip. Right. A good tip, which I use from the beginning, is uh, using Facebook and to record your own voice and to practice with a native speaker. Ask him or her to say it correctly with the audio recorder and then try to repeat it as many times until it's close enough to the same audio file. Right. It's a That's bit a like point. a language exchange in a way. Yeah. Yeah. And another tip is to um, to be close to yourself, close to the daily life. So, for example, when you're gaming every day with your headset, you can do a game with some Danish people or Chinese people. Yeah. And you can say, all right, let's shoot that guy in Chinese. <laughs> you know, when you have a strategy, you talk about it in this language. And yeah, then it's really close to your daily life. Right. And how about how about then take transferring it to let's say I, I had to go to the streets of Budapest and had to practice all my languages. I would be terrified. So what can I what can I do to be less terrified? Except drinking beer, of course, which I will do, but you know, <laughs> apart from that. Um I'm thinking. Uh I think it's the best to just make friends, you know, like in another way, like when you're there, you live in Budapest or yeah. you live there. What are you doing in your daily life? Well, I just, I work from home. Uh, yeah, I work sporting or do you have any spots where you go to, to parks or whatever? Something like uh, that? Not really. I guess Starbucks and stuff like that. That's, that's about it. The cafes, restaurants, uh, go out with friends to bars and stuff. That's about it. If you try to practice Hungarian all the time when you have the opportunity to practice it, then... Yeah, I try, but then I get scared of making mistakes and uh, and I, I just switch to English because it's easier, you know? Yeah. Why you cannot say to yourself every time that I'm speaking English, I don't have the opportunity to... Uh, whatever, drink a beer or something, you know, when you're going out, or why you're not saying to yourself, I'm, I don't have the possibility to speak English. Forget that you're speaking English <laughs> all these times and Ign just be Hungarian to survive. Right. Yeah. And that when would be speaking any... English to you, you can say in Hungarian that you want to speak Hungarian. Right. If or you that... don't understand something in Hungarian, try to ask if they can point it out uh, with a different way, you know? Right. And um that's also a trick for me if you don't know something if you cannot answer uh, the way how you want to answer try, try to say it on a different way that's what i do too so even when it's not the right answer which i wanted to give then i'm already still sp speaking the same language right just keep speaking and if you don't understand something ask them to say it in a different way yeah and if they, if you still don't understand, what do you do? Just keep going. Just <laughs> keep going. I mean, there's always a way to explain it another way. If you don't know the meaning of sun, I mean, the sun in the sky, 
then you can uh, you can say it's something what's really warm or you can say uh it's something which has the this this distance from earth or <laughs> or it's a star or whatever you know you can try try to ask it even when it takes five times it really make you confident that you're still speaking the same language <laughs> and when you're really more confident nice. then you will speak it after more and more and more right you think you think uh doing these kind of activities will make you more confident in general i i think so yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny it's a it's turned into a bit of a therapy session here which uh, i hope uh, <laughs> i hope other people right. can uh, relate to this problem <laughs> that i'm having but it's it, i'm glad for I, I really appreciate the the tips and but my you youtube know. channel is a little bit about <laughs> losing fear while speaking languages there there my channel is about that i'm i i want to make videos to show how easy it is and I even have one video that I'm speaking languages while I'm peeing next to others. What I'm, showing, what I'm showing with this video is that <laughs> most people feel connected with you or they feel really proud about their language or they're, they're happy, they feel really comfortable. And even when their culture is different or their language, yeah. even while peeing next to them is not a problem when I speak it. So. Why should tip. why should people dislike you if you just practice it on the streets or in a park? Or... <laughs> the good thing, I guess, about the, the doing it in the toilet is that they they can't run away. <laughs> so, so if you say something, um, they they're always gonna be uh, they're always gonna be there. They can't just flee from the scene. Uh, but I really enjoyed that video too. And it, again, it really for me underlines just the kind of you know, you really don't care. You know, you just want to practice those languages. You don't care about, you know, what kind of situation people are in or what time it is, where it is, uh, or who they are. You know, it could be, they could be from China, they could be from Germany, it doesn't matter. And I, I really think that's cool and something that we can all learn from that kind of just do it attitude, you know? It's the same with, like, I'm comparing it all the time, but it's the same with women. Like, sure. if you feel that a girl doesn't like it to have your attention or to talk with you, I think you will feel it when you are at two meter distance. You know, you will feel it. You can see it on the eyes. You can see it at the attitude. It's the same with languages. You will feel it if someone is interested when you're speaking his or her language. And if I don't have this feeling, if if I have the feeling that someone wants to be on his or her own i'm not doing it i'm only doing it when i feel that there's an interaction and right it is the right moment so yeah you're not annoying people that that's for sure like you're not trying to uh, harass people in the street that's that's for sure you 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 only at least in the videos i've only seen you interact with people who are very interested in in listening to you so so that's a, that's a good disclaimer to put out there that it's not about you know, harassing people. And I guess if you're in, if you're in a restaurant or a cafe or whatever, and there's like 200 million customers and there's only one waiter and he's flying around, you know, if you had to use English for, to get your order sorted really quickly or spend 10 minutes trying to explain it in your new five words of French or whatever, you know, that's fair. You know, the, the guy has a job to do. So if he's like trying to switch to English, then maybe just get it over with, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to annoy people. I guess that's a good point. Yeah, of course, of course. Like, like if you, it's the same what you're seeing in the videos. Like, 
I, I don't want to make jokes about people, you know, against them. I just want to make jokes with them. That's something else. Yeah, you don't know them yet, so you know that's that's uh, definitely the right right way to do it. And I, I guess also, did it help your uh, your drawing business that you <laughs> spoke all these languages with the tourists? Were they more happy to to buy from you? Yeah, yeah, and there were even sometimes people who recognized me from YouTube or wow, you. So that's really cool. Like that's <laughs> awesome. And then I'm saying sometimes, <laughs> like, are you not the guy who was giving a bad comment on my YouTube channel? <laughs> <laughs> Say it now. It's a good no, joke. Yeah, it's it's really nice uh, if people recognize you and if they like it to practice languages with you. And yeah, I I think most of the people, most of the people like it when you speak their language. Most of them. Yeah, for sure. It's, it's even when it's not good. So <laughs> <laughs> they appreciate you trying, and that's in general. That's also the reception I've been getting down here as well. Like people, people are generally happy about you trying. The yeah. uh, you know, it's kind of like when I was learning Russian, I sent like one sentence to someone with a few mistakes in it, probably, and she was like, "Wow, you're fluent already." <laughs> <laughs> it's funny how uh, how some countries are, are really like you know over overexcited about it, and then you go to somewhere like Denmark, and they're like, oh, "That's kind of nice," you know. <laughs> there are also kinda... cultural uh, differences in general. Asian people are really positive when you speak their language. Yeah. One because it's really hard for European people. I just know some guys from YouTube who speak Chinese fluently. Just a couple. Many of them have problems with it, like me. And um, I, I also think it's something of the culture that they're really um, happy to, to see you. Do you've been in Thailand or? I haven't, no. I haven't I never been to Asia. It's, uh... Like you will, you will see the big smile there and uh, how people are inviting you. Uh, yeah, it's really cool. Like if you're traveling, then it's an extra motivation, an extra boost to learn those languages. So. Yeah, for That's sure. That's what I what I keep doing. I don't think you get much out of going to Denmark with Danish, unfortunately. Uh, that's uh, they're a little bit special in the sense that we we don't understand why you're learning it, <laughs> and then it's like, oh, okay, it's kind of nice, you know. They appreciate it, and you can have better conversations with people, but they're not they're not as excited about us as, as other countries. I guess it's similar to German, also. You know, yeah. They're not too excited about you speaking German either. <laughs> you know, they're like, oh, okay, that's is good. Yeah. Actually, actually, I, I met a lot of Danish people who, who were really surprised about uh, the idea that I was speaking Danish because it's not a really common uh, language. Uh, uh, German is close to Dutch, and it's a really common language for polyglots who are learning it. But and did you meet the Danish people Danish. In, in Denmark or in, in in the Netherlands? In the Netherlands. Oh, right. Yeah, because when they travel. They they get really excited about it. It's yeah, like ridiculous. It's like I I once went to the Caribbeans with my family when I was really young, and at the hotel when we arrived, there was like another Danish couple, and we're like, yeah. wow, Danish, oh, whoa, we're connected, you know, we're like, yeah. uh, we're best friends now. And I was like, we don't know these people at all. They could be serial killers for all we know, but just because they were Danish and abroad. They're like instant friends, you know. So I think something happens when Danish people go abroad. They get like I don't know, they reawaken their 
national pride or something but <laughs> if you go to denmark definitely i think most people will agree that they'll just switch to english and if you try to speak danish you know some people will say oh that's kind of nice but they don't really get excited about it i think i've never uh, been there but maybe later i will find it out by myself <laughs> yeah you should go so, if you want to go to the home of the tubos or the Carlsbergs and uh you know yeah. uh, get drink beer with the danish people that would be a very fun video because danish people can drink a lot and yeah. uh, you know you could have a long video there about speaking danish while drunk <laughs> maybe your pronunciation get better too i don't know <laughs> all right i hope my videos are not getting crazier <laughs> <laughs> you'd be like the crazy polyglot who's like but we have a serious interview now so that's really cool that's, i really appreciate it <laughs> that's true yeah serious serious mode uh, on all the time <laughs> no it's just uh you know the, the podcast is basically like like you try to do in your videos the podcast that i try to do is basically a representation of real life like if i went to the netherlands and i sat in front of you over a beer this is what we would be talking about you know yeah um so that's what i try to do with the podcast and and you know try to inspire and motivate hopefully also um that's really cool so that you keep so close to yourself and to others that's a really good quality yeah, I love that. And and a lot of people send me emails like uh, really love this or comments, you know, I really love this episode. This was really useful, um, you know, which really is, is quite incredible because you're in a way changing the lives of others just by you know, talking to people. It's, it's, it's crazy. But, you know, it even had someone send me a, a handwritten letter, which I was really wow. appreciated about. I was like, wow, this I mean, my mom hasn't sent me anything. I lived here for six months, but I got a letter was from a good son oh. for her, or you was a really annoying guy. Maybe <laughs> I think you're really nice to us, but to your mom, not. You ever bought her a nice present, or? Yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a good son, I think, uh, and and she always loved me. It's not everyone that. says it about herself. <laughs> That's maybe true. Maybe I should go back to the therapy yeah. idea again. You, you look really shy, but in real life, you're maybe the biggest jerk. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 you're a cool guy. I, I like what you're doing, and. Uh, I can only say keep up the good work and appreciate uh, it. It's really cool to inspire other people. And I wish that your channel was bigger than it is now because <laughs> like well I don't I don't like the commercial channels too much. I really like the stuff of people who are really close to their real lives and they're not trying to get a lot of views or subscribers, uh just only because they know they get a lot of views because of that, but they well, I appreciate you saying yeah. that, but you know, also it's a, it's mainly an audio po podcast. This video thing is quite new and I, I put the videos basically on YouTube for people to get something extra. If they want to watch the interviews, some people like watching more than listening, uh, mm -hmm. but the, the podcast has always been, you know, an audio podcast. So that's the reason my YouTube channel is not bigger than it is. Well, I haven't really made any videos. Like I said earlier to you that, you know, I think YouTube five years ago or something you could get away with just putting up videos and you know just not caring about editing or like that the videos were actually good because not everyone was doing it but now there's such a huge quality control on youtube and if you go on youtube there are so many professional studios recording with you know ten thousand dollar cameras and professional editing and yeah. i'm not saying that i'm not saying you need to do that but i think that to do well on youtube now I think you need to have at least a minimum of editing so the videos actually are interesting because if you just took your camera 
uh, to the streets of Amsterdam and recorded an hour of footage and put that on YouTube, I would say, no, that's, that's terrible. But if you take a few hours of footage or, <clears throat> you know, you record all the time, so you have a lot of footage and you edit that down into a, a nice little video that shows the highlights and it's interesting, not too long, then that's the I, ho I hope you're doing the same because I, <laughs> I think people don't want to hear, hear an hour of my bullshit, so. <laughs> <laughs> right, I mean, it could be interesting in, in its own way, right? But that's actually yeah. why, and you know, obviously I can't say that if I did that kind of videos that I would get thousands of subscribers, I don't think so, but I just haven't done any of those videos yet. My videos are like, you know, vlogs talking about life and actual fluency or interviews like this, you know? So I haven't done any interesting YouTube style videos where I, edit and stuff, but it will probably come this year. I think, you know, you, people like yourself have uh, inspired me to, and also Chris Huff, uh, my friend uh, who's doing some Tokipona videos and stuff like that. Um, he's really, you guys are really pushing me to get into the video format more. Also Lindsay Dow, you know, now that we're shouting out, you know, she's done some, some hilarious videos that are very well made. Um, so I'll, I hope to get into that, you know, and provide people with quality. Maybe I could even show, uh, like pre practicing Hungarian or other languages in Budapest, you know, I could bring my phone and just record it, you know, <laughs> how would that be for uh, overcoming your fears? Yeah. I think you just should do it, man. Just try it. <laughs> just try it. Yeah. You can do just it. try it. He says. Just try it. He says, <laughs> you can also right. land my head. Maybe, maybe that helps. Does the hat help? Yeah. Yeah. It helps. Is it like a confidence hat or is it like people are interested in the hat so they're easier to speak to? I feel really protected by my hat. Oh, really? Know. Just my my hat, you know. That's a top tip. Yeah. That's a top tip. <laughs> I really like your hat. It really it, it really fits with your with your style and in, in the videos as well. The only thing what fits to my head. It's really hard to find something. So <laughs> You have a big head, is that another polygon? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Roger. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to come on and uh, and and help motivate people and, and talk about your own language learning story. And I wish you the best of luck in in bringing all those languages to to the level you want them to to be at. All right, thanks, mate. It was really nice to meet you. I hope we can meet one day. And oh yeah, for sure. I think that... We can be good friends. You know, I don't have a lot of friends, but you could be one. Definitely, definitely. I'd love to be your friend. I mean, I, I already feel a connection. You know, we're we're here. So, wow, uh, really cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what was I about to say? Oh yeah, for people who are interested in your channel, they can they can go check it out. And if I can't pronounce it, then people most likely can't spell it. But if you search for Dutch Polygot speaks eighteen languages with tourists, then your video will definitely show up. And otherwise, I put all the links and the information on actual fluency forward slash 316. So that's why you can get the show notes and all the links and everything we basically we wanna, we've wanna we been talking about here. So um, so go check it out. Go check out his channel, how he speaks with uh, 10 beers, how, uh, how good his foreign languages are. It's, it's, it's quite fun to see. I hope people still want to drink a beer with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, maybe. I mean, when the channel grows, maybe people will buy you beers all the time. <laughs> 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 it might be a, a secondary advantage, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. no. But anyway, really cool. And uh, if you ever make it to uh, Berlin for the Polygon gathering, love to uh, connect, say hi. Otherwise, you know, if you're 
if you're ever in, in Budapest, you know, let me know and uh, we can go for a beer and some languages. <laughs> we definitely do that, man. Cheers. All right, cool. See you later. See you later. Thank you for listening to the Actual Fluency Podcast. 